Cup of Love, the podcast. Here, we talk about everything from book recommendations, self-care, to life advice. Stay tuned for weekly episodes uploaded every Wednesday. I'm your host, Camille. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It is a Thursday and it feels like it's a Monday. I'm just so ready for this week to literally be over. I have so much stuff that's going to be happening in May and I'm just so, I don't know, I just feel so overwhelmed. Like I have a bunch of biology tests coming up and that feels really stressful. Like we have a benchmark on Tuesday and I haven't heard anything about it until today and it's on everything that we were supposed to learn this whole year and we're only on unit five. So that's a little stressful and then I also have my EOC coming up nine weeks exams, two tests in bio in May. And then on top of that, I have a test coming up in AP Human. And I also have my AP Human exam. I just feel kind of overwhelmed today um, just because there's so much happening in May and I feel like there's nothing I can really do about it. I just have to like suck it up, you know? And so I'm just going to try to deal with that today. I'm trying to relax. I feel like um, this has been the most stressed out that I've been this week. And it's not how I normally react to when I'm stressed out. Normally, I like feed into the stress. So that's good that I'm not feeding into it. I'm trying to like kind of push it aside because I know that there's nothing I can do about except study. And so that's probably what I'm going to do tonight is study. But anyways, I completely rambled for like two minutes and I haven't even said the affirmation for this week is. And this week's affirmation is I'm proud of who I am. I love this affirmation. It's a super simple and almost like cliche affirmation. But it's important to tell yourself that you are proud of yourself because oftentimes I never tell myself that, and when I do, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've actually done a lot of stuff that I haven't even given myself credit for, and I just immediately go to almost criticizing myself, and so I think it's really powerful to try to more consistently tell yourself that you're proud of yourself. Because I think that's something that everyone needs to hear often and maybe not often, but just every once in a while, people need to hear that. Um, Because a lot of times I feel like work that I've done, that seems really simple, Um, like getting a good grade on a quiz or a test. I never tell myself that I'm proud of myself. I just always tell myself, oh, I could have done better even if I got like a 90 or something like yeah I could have done better I could have gotten a 100 but I also made an A so that's something to give myself credit for and so I feel like people just need to do that more often and then I haven't really been into anything lately um 
I just kind of have been doing the same old, same old things. Um, I haven't been reading much. I started reading The Secret History, which is really, really good. Um, I'm only on like page 30, but this whole week I've just been studying for the AP Human exam at night. And so because I don't feel like doing it in the afternoon. So I just do it at night instead, which I kind of enjoy because it's more relaxing and I kind of pay attention more, I feel like, because often in the afternoons, I've been just stuck with other work. And so I I guess I can say that I've kind of been into studying at night. It's kind of like a vibe. Like I've, I've never been one to like study at night. I always study in the morning or the afternoon. Um, but it's kind of nice. Like it's almost relaxing. And plus like by the end of your study session, you're just like so tired and I just get a really good night's sleep. So I kind of like that. So that's something I've been into. Um, and then nothing much has happened. I've been like recording all of my May episodes at the end of April. Like it's literally April 29th right now and we're on the third episode of May. So that's fantastic. But the reason why I've been doing that is, as I said, there's just so much stuff going on in May, like school wise, because it's almost like the end of the year, like teachers are cramming stuff in and stuff. And I just feel like I really want to focus on school. And I feel like I almost say this like once a month. I'm like next month is going to be awful. I have so much stuff to do um but I feel like in May like I actually this time have a lot of stuff going on and especially with school and plus I want to try to do well on the last quarter it's like it's the fourth quarter I want to go out with a bam I want to have good grades so I'm really focusing on that right now and just trying to make that happen And so that's just kind of what's been going on in PE today. I participated. I always participate in PE, but it's like the bare minimum. I'm not a sporty and athletic kid. Never have been. I don't play a sport. I am not into that stuff. But today we played um, softball or baseball, whatever you want to say. Um... And I got a home run. I didn't hit the ball the first two times I swung, but I got a home run. Like I hit the ball far and got a home run. So I should give myself a pat on the back for that because that is rare that I actually get a point for my team. And our team was not that good. Like none of the kids in PE really play baseball except for like these two people I think so none of us were really good at baseball but it was actually pretty fun because it was a lot more relaxing we had a lot of kids who weren't there in PE today who are like super competitive and like stuff like that and all of us were talking about how it's just so nice to be able to like play a game and just like chill Because, like, P.E. is P.E. Like, I don't understand why people take it so seriously. Like, people will literally yell at you if you, like, mess up or didn't get the ball and whatnot. I'm just like, it's not that deep. We're not playing, like, a legit football game. We're not at the state champs. Like, I don't understand 
the huge hubbub about this. Like, it's just, I don't know. But that's kind of it. Like, as I said, nothing has happened. I feel like it's just going to be kind of studying from here on out. Like, I'm going to do a lot of studying this weekend. Um, I'm excited for this weekend, though, because I'm going to get my favorite Asian restaurant takeout. I'm so excited because I have not had this Asian food in, like, literally forever. Like, probably, I think it's, like, over a year. Not since, like, COVID happened because normally after I volunteered at the library, sometimes my dad and I would go to this restaurant and eat and then go home. And I haven't done that in, like, forever. And so I'm excited to have that. I don't know what I'm going to order because. I'm, like, vegetarian. I can't remember even, like, what I ate there because we normally got the early bird special. But since my dad's getting it, I'm not sure if we'll be able to get it because normally we ate at, like, 5. And that's, like, when the early bird special is. But I'm excited for that. So I can't wait for this weekend. I'm just ready for this week to be over. I feel like it's been excruciatingly long. And, um... I don't know. Like, it's like the first half of the week was really good. Like, I was in a good mood, and I don't know what happened, but today I was just, I'm just so over it. I literally got home and I'm in my pajamas, and I just want to take a shower, eat some food, and study. Like, I don't, I just don't want to do anything. But, anyways, so let's just get into today's episode since I've had enough of my babbling, and I'm sure you have too. So let's get on with it. All right. So today's episode is all about how to consume social media in a positive way. I feel like this is something that I have kind of struggled on and off with throughout quarantine and stuff like that. I would overly consume social media and then I would just go a week without hardly being on it at all and just battling with like how should I can how much time should I spend on social media? How do I make it a positive experience when I'm on social media and all that stuff? And I feel like a lot of people have brought up the subject like recently about how social media is harmful and all these all this stuff and I feel like I really was like I need to learn how to stop consuming social media so much and how to consume it in a positive way when that documentary came out on Netflix and it was all about social media I can't remember what it's called now that I think about it but I talked about it in a past episode I know for a fact And, um, so I feel like that was when I was like, oh my gosh, this is harmful and I need to figure out how to stop this cycle. And I feel like I've kind of created a way where I can consume social media in a positive way and make it a positive experience and not feel so bad and down after I get off the app because I feel like most people have noticed that 
whenever you X out of TikTok after being on it for like an hour or you go off Instagram or YouTube or whatever social media you're on, you just kind of feel like sad and anxious and just a lot of negative feelings. And I experienced that a lot. And I was just like, why am I feeling this way? And how do I stop it? And so I'm going to explain you the steps that I've been taking to consume social media in a positive way. So the first thing that I did was only allow myself an hour on social media. That may be too much for you. That may be too little for you. Just considering on you what is best for you. I know that um, I've heard a lot of talk about this on JC Marie's podcast with Chelsea Jade and on her YouTube and even on Instagram. She created a time limit for only an hour on Instagram, but it is like her full-time job being an influencer. And she was like, like by the end of the morning, like I had already passed an hour and I was like, okay, I need to up it more. And so I honestly would start at a short amount of time for a time limit before setting it for two hours because you never know like I didn't know how long I spent on Instagram like I had no idea how much time I spent on that and an hour is perfect because um by the end of the school day I have probably already been on Instagram for an hour and then when I'm at home I don't have to worry about being on it And then I set my Snapchat for being 30 minutes and TikTok for 30 minutes because I don't really use Snapchat or TikTok anymore. Um, I go on them occasionally. Like I go on Snapchat throughout the day, normally in the morning. And then after that, I'm like done. It just depends on what's going on in my classes, if I have things to do, if I don't and whatnot. And then on my iPad, I also set time limits. I don't go on my iPad at all like all of my apps shut down at 6 p.m and I think for Instagram I set an hour and I didn't set a time limit for Snapchat since I don't have it on there and then for TikTok 30 minutes so that's just kind of what I did and what works best for me and I've noticed that I do not miss being on social media at all I feel like the time limits that I set work best for me. I may even take them down. Um, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do in the future, if I'll adjust them and whatnot, but that just works best for me. And obviously what works best for me might not work best for you. You may need to do an hour and a half on a certain app or 30 minutes on a different app and whatnot. Um, so that's the first step I took. And then also the second step is don't follow creators who make your you feel bad about yourself. I didn't have a problem with this. I normally only follow creators that make me feel positive and happy and uplift me. I barely follow anyone on my personal account. I barely follow anyone on my podcast account. Um, I just don't like following that many people. And I like to adjust my feed so it's just fitting for me and I feel like a lot of times people talk about how they have trouble with body comparison 
and stuff like that. And I feel like if you are normally comparing yourself to a certain person you follow on Instagram, then don't follow them because clearly they're making you feel a certain way about your body and your body is probably completely normal. Like all bodies are normal. All bodies should be normalized. And every person's body is different. Not each one is going to be alike. And I feel like that's something that people need to realize. And I feel like a lot of people work on realizing that. And so if a creator is just not making you feel good about yourself, then just unfollow them. And maybe if this person is at your school and you can't unfollow them, maybe you can like mute them or something. I don't know what muting does on Instagram, but I'm sure that there's a way where you can just like not have them on your feed and not block them. I'm assuming that's the thing, but I'm I'm not going to say block them because that's somebody from your school. And I know that if I unfollowed people from my school, that would be a huge deal. So I don't know. But if it's like an influencer or a creator or an account or somebody who doesn't go to your school, I would just say unfollow them. You don't have ties with these people. You don't need them in your life. And if they're making you feel bad about yourself, just cut off. Just cut off and um just not follow them because clearly what they're putting out in the world is not benefiting you it may be benefiting other people but it's not benefiting you so there is no reason for you to be following them the next tip which i already mentioned is try to work on making your feed fitting for you and work on finding instagram accounts who make you feel good about yourself and I when I first got Instagram I didn't really work on finding people who I enjoyed like their posts and what they put out in the world and I didn't really work on making my feed or for you page for that matter um fitting for me and as I I feel like really over quarantine was when I unfollowed a lot of people. I made my feed fitting for me. Because whenever you're scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or whatever social media you are scrolling through, um, sometimes there's just stuff that just doesn't pertain to me there's stuff that I don't feel a connection with and I'm just like why am I following these people again like why am I looking at their stuff if I just don't feel if I don't enjoy looking at it and so I feel like now whenever I'm scrolling through my feed it's like meaningful like I enjoy what I'm looking at I like seeing what they're posting I like seeing what they're doing and stuff like that. And I feel like it is enjoyable for me. And I feel like when I first downloaded Instagram, it was just not enjoyable at all. Because I'm like, why am I following these people? But I felt like I had to follow them because they followed me. And that's not really true. Like if you do not know these people personally, I would just say you don't have to worry about unfollowing them. You're probably not hurting your 
their feelings. And I feel like for me, I don't understand why it's such a big deal, why you have to follow people and why people get hurt when they, they unfollow you. Like if they unfollow you, like that's just them. Like, I don't know how to look at it in a positive way now that I'm thinking about it. But for me, I've just never cared. Um, but anyways, back to the point about just try to make your feed fitting for you. Because if you're looking at stuff that makes you feel down or if you're like, why am I looking at this? Why do I care about this? Just try to fix it. Find creators who make you feel good about yourself and positive creators who put joy out into the world, stuff that is meaningful. And 10 out of 10 times, you'll probably scroll through Instagram and be like, wow, I'm actually enjoying myself. Um, And then as I said, work on finding positive Instagram or TikTok accounts to follow. And they don't have to necessarily be like positive quotes and stuff like that, but just finding people who spread positivity or make you feel positive about yourself, your personality, about the way you look and stuff like that, because it's just boost your confidence and who doesn't want to boost their own confidence. And I listed some Instagram accounts to follow that I follow that I find who have had a really positive impact whenever I'm scrolling through social media. So the first account is really well known. I found them when I first downloaded Instagram and I really liked their stuff. It is at We Are Not Really Strangers. They focus on a lot of mental health stuff. They provide quotes. They also do, I want to say daily polls that are almost like a mental health check-in. They have a meaningful like question game that you can find. I don't know how to explain it, but it's almost like a Q&A and you can do it with a group of people and there are a lot of deep questions in there. Makes you learn about yourself and others. They also have like sweatshirts, t-shirts with quotes on them and they just provide really cute stuff and it also just boosts my mood whenever I see their stuff. Um, The next Instagram account that I follow is I have no idea if I'm saying this right, but I want to say it's at slimy oddity or slimy oddity. I don't know. It's S-L-I-M-Y-O-D-D-I-T-Y. I don't know if that helped, but I have no idea how to pronounce it now that I'm thinking about it. Um, But they... Their stuff is so freaking cute and positive. All the colors are really positive. They create like little graphics with quotes on them. You could, they also did a collab with Casetify and you can um, buy their phone cases. And their stuff is just so, so cute. And I love looking at it. I love reading their graphics. It's the cutest thing ever. And the next one is at Ever Since 16. She is the cutest creator ever. She um, is so positive and uplifting. She talks a lot about anxiety and mental health and 
working on becoming more positive in her captions. She'll post cute photos of herself and then in the caption, she'll write long captions about how to overcome anxiety and I can't think of any other ones. That's the one that I remember, but her stuff is so positive and I love having her stuff in my feed because it just makes me feel 10 times better about myself. And then the last account is at Overheard New York. This is a cute, funny account where basically people will submit things that they heard on the streets of New York. And there'll be like super funny stuff with like, and it's just the cutest thing ever. And I like seeing because it kind of makes me laugh and stuff like that. They also have accounts um, like at Overheard LA, at Overheard New York, at Overheard um, University. And that one is like just on campus things that you've heard from like when you were in college or in university and whatnot. And so their stuff is really funny. Um, It's not necessarily uplifting or positive, I should say, but it just boosts your mood because it's funny. And so I don't really follow TikTok accounts, so that's why I didn't include TikTok accounts to follow. But those are some of the accounts that I just love to look at. They're some of the best accounts to follow, I would totally recommend following them. So definitely go back and check them out on Instagram. And so that's kind of it for today's episode. I think it's a little shorter than normal, but this episode was super simple. It's just how to consume social media in a positive way. And obviously you can use some of these strategies in maybe YouTube if you listen to, or I should say watch creators who aren't necessarily uplifting, maybe you can apply these to YouTube, maybe even Snapchat, um, like unfriending some people, or (laughs) I feel like I just said that so casually, like don't go through and just unfollow and unfriend a bunch of people. I'm just saying like, that's a a way that you can apply into Snapchat, Um, obviously TikTok, and literally probably whatever social media that you use. Um, I hope that this helped you and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, Don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can get notified every time I upload an episode. And thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your day. want to keep up with all of the latest news on cup of love you can find us on instagram at cup of love podcast and if you want to follow my personal instagram account you can it's at camille bocash